Hey everybody, this is present day Dylan over at Salt and Sorcery. Uh, got a little bit of announcements before we start into session three of Farline Shadows. Uh, first off, I want to thank everyone who's uh, been downloading our podcast. We've actually hit like a hundred and some change downloads recently. And for a fairly new podcast, that feels good. Really appreciate it. And speaking of which, there's honestly been a long ass delay uh, is because so Farline Shadows was recorded maybe about like two and some change years ago when we didn't really know what we were doing. Uh, so this one had like a real bad audio issue where everyone's mics but mine were set down very low. Uh, we found out that this is apparently is something Windows does every update because uh, Windows 10 uh, sucks. So I tried to basically save the audio for about most of a month, decided that's not going to work. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start this off with just me doing some recaps about the first half of the session and then the other couple of hours of the session are okay audio. Like it's a, what you'd expect. Uh, basically at this point too, this puts us pretty much close to the halfway point. Uh, there's going to be more content after this, don't worry. I'm looking to get the second part of Blood Price recorded at some point if I can get our schedules to align. But also I got at least two more campaigns in a hopper after this and the next one's going to be much longer. Uh, but anyway... Uh, like I said, thanks again for all the listens and watches and whatnot, and I will get into the recaps. All right, so as far as recapping the unsalvageable parts go, uh, so the party, as a recap of what they're actually going to be doing this session, is they still want to steal ancient Nomarian relics from Pro Professor Montressor, which are sort of like old artifacts that were dug up from the depths of the city when they were constructing like uh, more sewers and stuff. Basically, though, the government has also cut off his funding, so he's planning to sell these artifacts to potential buyers. And the Canal Express hopes to steal these artifacts and sell them before he can, and also somehow make Abacus's wife love him. That, that's an iffy part of the plan. We'll, we'll see how that turns out. Uh, so initially, we start off with the party splitting up to talk to their contacts. Abacus meets up with Salia and learns basically where the exhibit is and uh, when it is. And uh, Salia, she's pretty smart as an info broker, so she kind of realizes that Abacus is uh, getting a little unhinged about his plan to get his wife to love him and to get his daughter into the most prestigious college in the city. And it doesn't take long for her to figure out that Abacus was partially responsible behind the big Ferris wheel explosion at the Dark Workers Union uh, party. And she keeps helping him because even though she knows that he's a criminal and that she could be considered an accessory, his Abacus's life is just like a fucking train wreck and she cannot look away. So while that's going on with Abacus, Carl is taking their new Lizardman thugs Vex and Slash to check out the sort of warehouses where the museum would be. Uh, both Abacus and uh, Carl sort of independently find out the information about the museum. Uh, particularly, it's a converted warehouse in a very gentrified, hipsterish part of a uh, normally sketchy section of town. And since Carl is a lizard man and has lizardman bodyguards, people don't really know his income level. But since everyone who's there sort of has their own retinue of bodyguards and followers, they assume that he's of some money and just kind of let him pass through. He takes a tour of the museum and meets Gustav the Gearsmith who is basically a terminally steampunk dude with a really shitty art exhibit about recycling scrap, meets up with an elven artist named Lero, who is being mobbed by a group of fans. Carl manages to chase the fans away in order to give Lero some peace. Uh, Lero is still sort of reluctant to talk to him, but warns Carl not to come on the date of the exhibit for very mysterious reasons. And then Carl also finds that there is a strange orange goblin who was following him and eventually has Vex and Slash harass the shit out of them until Carl catches up with them. The goblin offers lunch and at that point Carl just sort of ducks out. And what Scooch is doing, doing during that time is there, he's looking for buyers for the all these stolen artifacts they're, they're eventually going to steal. So he's kind of scouting around for some people, and he's also being trailed by goblins, but these are more sort of shitty regular goblins. Uh, Scooch manages to catch them pretty easily, like Carl actually had to use some work, and Scooch manages to talk his way into them, bringing him to his boss, which turns out to be the orange goblin that was following Carl. 
Uh, Scooch actually takes the goblin whose name is Bolo's offer to get lunch while Carl just sort of hides in the shadows like a sneaky lizardman bitch that he is. Uh, the Bolo introduces himself and also explains sort of what he's after. He is the gang boss of a gang called the Thousand Eyes, who are primarily goblins and they mostly trade in information. And he's looking to make a sort of friendship with the Canal Express because getting work as a primarily goblin game is, gang is hard. And since Scooch is a goblin and also part of a major gang, he, uh, Bolo was hoping that they could sort of work something out. And uh, Scooch seems receptive because Bolo knows a Chusayan gang known as a Zensha, which I'm definitely butchering the ever-living shit out of that. It's, it's Chinese for ref, uh, recon. I thought that was cool at the time. Still do, kind of. Uh, but basically, they are refugees from the Chusayan Civil War who sort of set themselves up for a, as a gang in Dragonhold. And their plan would be to either buy the artifacts from the Canal Express, hold on to them, and then resell them later to sort of a more elaborate buyer network or to trade them back to the government for uh, good boy brownie points. Uh, Carl at some point shows up out of the shadows because that's what Carl does, threatens Bolo, and uh, Scooch manages to sort of smooth things over and then they all leave. All right. And then after all that is done, the crew reconvenes, including Abaka's daughter Yoko, who at the end of the previous episode slash session has sort of figured out his her dad is in part of a gang and wants to join because she's a cool, rebellious teen with attitude. Uh, she mostly spends the portion of her time there dunking on Abacus's uh, code name and kind of kind of disappointed that no one has costumes. The party sort of share their information with each other and start to make a bit of a plan. Uh, Carl still wants to see his. Uh, Contact Satara now that's close to the night, and they're also trying to figure out what's up with Lero and his cryptic advice not to go to the museum on the date of the exhibit, which is sort of their plan. Carl decides to take Need along with him to see Satara, despite Abacus's best wishes, because uh, Needle really, really, really wants to be a gang member. She's got a lot of enthusiasm going on. Carl takes her there, gives her surprisingly good advice, considering he's like a weird human-eating mystic lizard man uh and then they run into sitara since sitara is a refresher i think she's shown she hasn't shown up since the first session so like the first four or five episodes she is his uh information his own information broker though while abacus is more about like governmental sort of deal uh sitara is a vampire uh, madame who works in a the middle of the red light district so that's where uh, the crew gets all their spicy infos. Uh, Sitara was just done whipping a dude who's sort of in full gimp costume before they show up. And Needle realizes she may be in over her head. And around this point, uh, someone in the stream corrected me, letting me know that the audio was fucked. We took a small break and then the audio came back. So now we're going to ease into that. Enjoy. And I wanted to know if you have any idea like if, uh what kind of party this is going to be like she's like are there are any events or there are, were there events the night before as well uh not in particular no this actually isn't that big of an event to a certain degree yeah i was wondering if uh you might know of any parties that have been more interested in that or not i don't know what word passes through here about what's going on in the warehouse district but i'm just gathering information right now it's like, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily have specifics, but I do know that uh, usually weekends with a lot of uh, tourism from the other portions of the city, occasionally people from uh, all over have uh, been known to show up there. At this point, the uh, entertainment district has sort of gotten uh, a little stale for some people, so they're kind of spreading out into the other districts, making these little secret party spots. They're all, they're all over the city, but... Uh, I know the warehouse one has gotten big thanks to uh, Bronson's attempt to sort of clean things up. Do you, any of your escorts ever get taken out that way? Because I know there's like, you know, you have escorts, prostitutes, and whores. Like, yes, um, uh, I'm sure some do. I don't honestly keep mental track of all the schedules off the top of my head, but I could probably find some ladies who are working there during that weekend if you need assistance. That, and I was also curious if any of them might have seen the back of the building at some point. 
the back of the uh, building. Uh, probably. I mean, I'm sure there's in a instance or maybe a little uh, back alley, uh, something, something. That's what I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, I would appreciate any information you have to that degree. Also, I was wondering what you know of the Thousand Eyes in the warehouse district. Oh, they're uh, they're all over the place. It's not just uh, they've uh, tried to uh, sort of uh, gain the trust of me and my girls, but um, I don't know. The little bugger makes me uncomfortable. It's the, it's the big eyes and the. Uh, I just never trust information brokers. They're too prone to send, sell your own information. Yes, I guess that's true. But I'm also not really in the same sort of business you're in, so I don't quite have the need for information. True. Yes, but um, um, if you if I've if you think he's been doing good for you, well, I should be fine. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him personally, but I um, from what I understand, he doesn't really have a huge force of arms, so you probably don't have to worry about anything particularly violent from him. Right. I mean, information is more the of him yes, selling yes. information about us. So, but I mean, if he already has he, if he already has information on your crew and hasn't mentioned anything before, he probably could have sold it a long time ago. Right. In fact, if it sounds like he approached you, is pretty interesting. Yes, that was. It seems that he knows of some sort of deal that's also going down at the museum, but. I'm not quite sure of the information of what else is going on there. Which, in fact, brings me to my next point. I met an interesting young elf today while I was at the museum. Uh, one named Aliro. Apparently, he's some sort of uh, famous painter. Oh yes, he's. Um, I've I've heard about him actually. He's all all. Uh, he's a rising star in the art world. I've seen a couple of his pieces. Very very good. He. Uh, Unfortunately, he's uh, one of the people who can't quite deal with fame. He uh, apparently, once he started getting the fan base, he just stopped producing as much. Apparently, they just won't leave him alone. But uh, I'm surprised you actually saw him. Uh, I didn't know he still makes public appearances these days. I thought he would be like holed up in some room. He seemed to be working on something, but there was such a crowd of people. I felt bad for him. Just Mm -hmm. so I. Scared them off for a given moment's respite. But uh, do you know if, if he has any connection to the underworld or any any uh, darker dealings? Uh, as far as I know, he's clean, but I don't know about him beyond his just uh, place in the arts. Why? What, what makes you suspect he's doing underworld dealings? Gave me a very auspicious kind of warning about not going the night of the gala. I mean, maybe I'm just connecting dots that aren't there, but... Oh, no, I trust your intuition. It seems to be usually on the mark. See, very interesting. Might be possible. I know an artist like him, even if he's famous, probably won't make much of a living without a patron of some sort. Maybe the patron might be the source. Yes, maybe he's involved. Maybe, Maybe he's just aware of some information through his patron. I don't know. I don't know who his patron is, or if he even has one, technically. This is very likely. Would you mind trying to find out for me? Yes, of course. I should be fine. It's not particularly out of my way to ask about an artist. I appreciate it, Star. I, uh, I'll get out of your hair. Um, if you need anything, uh, you know where to find me. Ken, sounds good. Uh, oh. Yeah, so I will return back and kind of Pass along some of the, or actually, sorry, I do want to do the walk back with Needle. Okay. So, so you come back and Needle is actually at the bar with the Gimp Man, just kind of uh, drinking ginger ale and talking. Yeah. Yeah. drinking ginger ale as well. Yeah, he's got the little zipper open. And he's got like a straw through there. This is the most wholesome brothel. <laughs> and this is where we unfucked our audio to be close to where it should be. So everything from this point should be a okay. All right, we can continue. So, All right. <laughs> we're back at the bar. There's, uh, oh, yeah, needle. there's Fly. needles drinking with the gimp. She's like, man, this and, guy's, uh, this, yeah. guy's, this guy's had an interesting life. And the guy's like, yeah, I do what I do. It's like you're still bleeding. All right, who is this guy? Find out who this guy is. Maybe he's someone. He's he's the gimp. 
you don't mess with the gimp. She's don't like, wake the gimp. She's like, are, are we going away? Yes. Come on, kid. Okay. Bye, gimp. Bye. <laughs> Get I kind of nod at the gimp, but I'm just like, kind of. I mean, it's kind of. You can't really tell who the fuck he is in that gimp mask, but whatever. Yeah. You know, just keep an eye out. And then I'll, uh, yeah, we'll leave there. Like, so what'd you learn today? Like, um,. I learned that apparently it's a very long and interesting life that leads you to uh, being a gimp and a brawler. That is true. I also learned how to uh, make myself look smaller. And I learned that uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's okay. I think I'm learning. I think I'm learning. Well, as, long as, as long as you recognize that most of the time you have no fucking clue, then you will always know that there's always more to learn. Yeah, that's good. And also to be respectful. Because that <laughs> young lady that uh, I introduced you to, mm -hmm. she is more than capable of than killing everyone in that building. Oh, so she's like an assassin, right? That's cool. Something like that. She's kind of... Uh, doesn't, doesn't pop her claws very frequently anymore, but... She has the capacity to do so. So make friends, be polite, don't fuck with them. Sounds good. So you guys, right. you guys head back so, to the boat. Yeah, and I'm gonna dip out now. So all right, peace all out, right. man. Uh, I'll I'll see you guys tomorrow night for Farline. All right. Sounds good. Peace. peace, peace. All right, and then Matt Lim awakens. I imagine you've just been slumber. Yeah, you're I imagine you're just kinda of sleeping in like dirty whitey tidies with your hat still on. Just uh Ezekiel has loaded. No, up on... I, I imagine he has a onesie. Oh shit, that's better. I like yeah. the ones. Yeah, he's got a onesie. It's just like uh like a like tiger stripes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was wounded, you know, I was still recovering from wounds, so maybe I've been, uh, trying to sleep that off. Yeah, yeah. That seems, that seems mm. So, uh, you come back, and then, uh, Needle and, uh, Claw, Carl are going to sort of divulge what they've picked up there, so you guys have kind of got that Im uh, information disseminated. And the party can explain to Lim as much as they want to what's happened so far. Needle is Yoko. I... Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, am I supposed to know who Needle is? No. Needle's my daughter. So like, Did I you guys know. already do the party? Are there? So have we determined like getaway routes and stuff? Uh, as far as based on the observations you have from the map, uh, for the the easiest way for you guys to sneak in probably would be through the sewers. Kind of enter through a. Just kind of pop your way up through there, sneak into a. Yeah, yeah. I have saboteurs, so when I wreck, it's very quiet, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. So oh, yeah. we could wreck our way in from the sewers. That's true. Uh, as far as for like loading, unloading big stuff, there is a bay in the back where they sort of bring the exhibits in and then kind of move it into the museum proper, usually with hired help at that point. Can well, we, we get like a? Can we get like a like a flat bottom boat in the sewers, like a very small boat to like move like a, what we like find? A barge. Yeah. Well, I mean, a smaller. I, mean, barge, I don't know how yeah. big the sewer is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. like you a know what I'm boat. saying. Yeah, sewers. So we could like we could rope our like we could tie like someone off to it and they could pull it through the sewers. You know. Yeah, like, you guys could theoretically do it. You guys, with you guys in addition to your like big base barge, you do have the one other vehicle as well. Is it small enough to fit in the sewers? It probably will. It'll be a tight fit, though. Maybe we could move it in so it would be easier to move all the merchandise we get? Is that a good idea? I don't know. I mean, it seems like a good idea if you guys want to... As far as, like, carrying stuff out, that's probably your safest and most inconspicuous option. The only tricky thing yeah. there would be bringing the larger stuff from the museum into the boat. Yeah, that's true. Which, which theoretically, due to your wreck, you could widen whatever hole it takes to reach from this. You could just like liquidate a toilet and just like cave in like most of a bathroom, and then just yeah. And then we just like lower stuff into it, and then just put a 
And then my rack is super sneaky, so we'll just put a sign up. This is bathroom out of order. <laughs> no one will ever suspect. Super dun. sneaky rack strategy. You can just disguise like the uh, smell of chemicals. It's just like, oh, that's just cleaning solution. That's oh, really, yeah, that's just really strong cleaning solution. A man. thousand percent shit. <laughs> like someone must have uh, just gone there and just ruinated that bathroom. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, sounds good. I mean, uh, what else are we thinking we need to do before the, the actual party? Well, we should get yeah. the boat that we need then. Okay, and yeah. Then any tools that will help. Well, you guys, you guys have the boat, technically. Uh, okay. Like I said, yeah. you, it's the same It's the same uh, thing you guys left in during your getaway on the first mission. All right, well, we have blueprints to the museum itself. Mm -hmm. We know where the exhibit's going to be. We know the general, like, guards or amount of guards there are going to be. Yeah. So basically, as far as guard layout goes, is that uh, something you do, uh, I guess, to keep in mind is that the place gets way more guards at night. They basically kind of double down on security. A lot of it during the day is because they don't expect people to rob a museum during the day. And a lot of the rich patrons sort of bring their own bodyguards. So they're not really also they're rich patrons. They're not really going to expect some guy to steal a painting because they're probably the issue is if they're yeah. there, they're probably there to buy it. Because that's one thing you guys have also picked up that I don't think I've actually explicitly mentioned that like. Since this is a private museum and it's Bronson kind of plays fast and loose with these kind of things, it's it's part kind of like museum and part just kind of like uh, almost auction house to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. um, the issue is that I don't have Prowl and I don't think Scooch is Prowl. How much mm. Prowl does uh, Lem have? Lem, Lem Master has Snake. Three Prowl. <laughs> I have one Prowl. So I think this is going to be like all... Okay, here's here's an idea. Here's an idea that we can do. Okay. Okay. We rob the museum during the day. Scooch and I will use our consort to provide a distraction. And since the guards will be half of what it is at night, you'll be able to do the wreck and the prowl maybe Damage easier. Is. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or else Scooch and I won't really be able to help you at all because we don't have so we're going to do it during the day? Yeah, what do you think? It's, it's basically, Abacus and Scoot should be doing the distraction. Meanwhile, Lem, Master Thief, actually is the stealing. Yeah. Uh, you also have Vex and, uh, uh, Vex and Slash. Yeah, we do have Vex and Slash. They're, they're not super stealthy either, but they do provide muscle if you need they stuff. Can, uh, they can man the boat. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, if you keep them down under the boat, they can kind of help you load and unload things. If you can sneak yeah, they'll be our getaway drivers. Yeah. So we're using a little boat in the sewer, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, another option, too, would also be to acquire help from another gang in exchange for a cut of the profits, if you guys need more gear. We're already uh, we're already doing one cut of the profits to yeah. to find some buyers. That's, Plus, I feel like after this, I have to pay Salia. Fancy dinner. I don't know who that is. This is That's the information broker. Real, real plot oh. twist. He slowly falls in love with Salia. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> no. But you're not going to be faithful to your wife. Everything's going to be torn away from me, <laughs> little by little. First, my wife, my daughter, and now my dignity. All right. Um. I don't think she wants your dignity. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now, what right. do you... We need all the money we can get. I don't think we can bring in another gang. There's a gang that's going to steal the thing on the day of the gala. So we have to do it like the day before when they're like loading it in, basically. I mean, there's another thing to keep in mind is that the gang who was planning on potentially stealing was also the gang who's currently lined up as your best potential buyer. That's not a problem. Yeah. No, maybe we should reach out to them. Maybe we should I mean, tell they're, they're already no, they're already trying to steal. Maybe that maybe maybe we should reach out to them and so that we don't step on anybody's toes since we know they're possibly doing it too. And Let's they want to be our buyer. We're not stepping on their toes, they're the stepping is, on our toes. Yeah, that's yeah, the but thing. they want to be our buyer, right? We're, right, we're but they're they be our buyer. If we if we like fuck them up while we're doing this, and they're gonna know and they're not gonna buy our stuff. But I mean, what's gonna happen when we go talk to them? Because they already have a plan to steal this thing. What are we going to do? Show up and say, oh, we'll steal it for you guys instead, and then you could pay us? They're not going to do that, right? No, a joint venture. Joint venture. I mean, these guys are like Shusei and Triad. Like, 
Unless unless you guys just want to try to steal it out from their, under their nose and then sell it to them. Zensha. Yeah, we'll just steal it first. But we don't know when they're stealing it. So we're going to have to watch for the next couple days to make sure they're not stealing it. Because what if they steal it before we go to steal it? Well, that one that one uh, painter guy, he, uh, he had information about what was going to happen on Sunday. Yep. You guys could theoretically reach out to him to it. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know uh, Carl's uh, prostitute contact is already kind of doing that for us. But uh, Wait, I think we have I a have good plan. I mean, I, I think have we have a idea. good plan. And yeah. how hard are these going to be to move? Like, if we yeah. like, I mean, aren't these yeah. artifacts like valuable? Like, right? Because yeah. well, I mean, valuable to certain people only. It's like but art. I can't remember. There was some change in the way the city regulated them, right? Yeah, basically, what happened? Change. Uh, basically, what happened is that uh, Dragonhold is s- slowly focusing more of its academic might towards the creation of sort of offensive and defense magic and like war machines because there's sort of a general feeling of like a war is approaching throughout Farline. So okay. they've, they've, so cut, they've, they've kind of cut their funding to the arts. And, uh, it's like an arm Kind of, yeah. So basically, uh, Montressor sort of got shorted out by this deal because then all the funding to his dig stopped. So he's planning on doing this show as like, hey, check out the cool stuff we found. Also, if you want to buy some of this so I can keep digging, go for it. Hmm. So, he's, uh, he's, so none of this has any war-like potential? No, not really. It's, it's, it's all like cultural. Yeah. Basically, I'm I'm imagining that maybe since Carl would have told you, a lot of it is like Nomarian art. Uh, they have a couple of uh, Nomarian, just like the dead, who have been sort of preserved. Mummies. Uh, more more sort of like bog mummies than like standard mummies. Like the 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 elements sort of fell around them, and they more kind of just got oh. stuck in time than actually. Oh right, because of the whole mana catastrophe. Yeah. That you know, Braxton caused. Well, pretty much. That's fine. It wasn't my fault. What? It's pretty much. It sounds like it was your yeah. fault. I mean, there there are also how bit, did, how, what there also are bits of their war machines, but at this point, the te- their technology has more or less been surpassed by Dragonhold. So a lot of it's more like cute relics than anything. Yeah, that's why I love it. Like he's desperately digging, hoping he can find something that maybe even might potentially aid the war effort or just make it so that he's not. Make the night more interested. Up, make, yeah, make sure he's not burning all of his money, but he's... He's burning all his money. Yeah. And that's my wife's money. So here's here's my thoughts. Here's mm-hmm. my thoughts on this. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's what we should do. All right. First, we should talk to this, this elf. Right. Figure out maybe what he knows. Second, maybe to figure out so we don't want to do this all at the same time frame as um, the Japanese people... Or the Tuesday in people, maybe the Tuesday <laughs> gang. Nice, nice, nice save. I was like, just quite like, you mean Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday gang. Maybe we send, uh, maybe we we pose as possible interested buyers to them, hearing that they are interested in it. Oh, and do like, do like a weird reverse timeline is. Yeah, see what their timeline is for buy for that. <laughs> We want to buy your weird stone. But we need to send a person to them that's not going to sell them the artifacts. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, we need to send a different face. Like, maybe Abacus? No, okay. I mean, you're... No, I'm a good... I, I could read lies, though. Yeah. I should probably... Yeah. But that means I won't be able to sell them, so someone else is going to have to sell them later. Abacus can sell. What's, yeah, that's true. But what's, yeah. your, what's your sway? My sway's two. Okay. He's, he's pretty good. I mean, that's his thing. But I literally can read people too. Yeah, he so. also is immune to lies, just straight up flat yeah. as ability, no roll. So if they try to tell me they're they're not they're not gonna steal yeah. from the place. It's, pretty, it's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I wish I, uh, I wish the hangman was immune to lies. <laughs> he will Dude, be he will be soon. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean that sounds cool to me. Uh mm-hmm. seems like a good plan. Alright, so you wanna talk to them. What does Lem and Abigus want to do? 
I think we should get the boat ready. What what day are we out? We're out like three days away. It's it's basically this night's getting late. So I imagine when you guys are going to start doing your stuff, you're going to have to go to the next day, which that brings us to five days out from the big event. Oh, we have plenty of time then. Let's scout out the sewers and see the most likely route. Or we can find a map or someone that we could bribe to give us a map of the sewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do, do like that? a survey. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean you guys, you uh, Abacus kind of has a map of the sewer. Blueprints. Yeah. Oh, you already have blueprints of the sewer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then, yeah, we're good, I guess. Like, here's the bathroom. This is the bathroom we can. And then then uh, I don't know what else we need to do. Maybe we can. Uh, can I well, tinker to, to outfit the boat to better be able to maneuver in the sewers? Yeah, I'd allow that. And we're gonna go uh, during the day, right? Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. Um, okay, so I'll just roll a tinker. Uh, okay, so just thinking about this, where the sewers part, we're coming out at the, we'll coming, we'll be coming out during the daylight. Or I mean, I guess we could hide the boat in the sewers until night and then bring it out and unload it. Do you wish to take stress to improve your tinker? No, I think I'm just going to roll it. Uh, I got, I got three. Cause I'm only good at three things and these are the things <laughs> I'm doing. Sounds good. Roll 3d6. All right, here we go. That's five. That's good. That's good. All right. Okay. Boat has been altered to navigate properly. Though, Basically, though, though, I'll okay. change the buoyancy to like make it float higher, kind of, you know? Yeah, though, though in, in your haste to do so, you've uh, made the boat basically a bit more fragile in order to sort of make it more buoyant. Okay. So. You got the, uh, I think you just called the, I think your mini boat is just the pixie. Or, mm-hmm. I forget. Is the it, big boat's the espresso. I don't know what the mini boat is. I think the mini boat's the pixie. <laughs> it's, at least that's the what I remember. pixie. All right, so pixie has been modified for more buoyancy, carrying more stuff. Oh, it's more, yeah, and it's, it's also like better maneuverability in the sewers. Yeah, yeah. Because that seemed like that'd be an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's you've been tricking out your boat. I imagine that stuff. would take me all day. Pretty much, yeah. You also got you also got Sassafras helping you by helping you. It's like oh, Sassafras. Sassafras. I, you you no. don't want to like fetch wrenches. All right. Sass, Sassafras don't is touch that. Don't don't touch that, Sassafras. Oh. Just go kill yourself. Oh, Sass, Sassafras oh. leaves. It's yeah. too late. He's already dead. I know. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Yes, so slashing backs, they're all walking ghosts. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Their fate has been sealed. You monsters. <laughs> Anyways, you're doing that. What's Abacus doing? Should Abacus go talk to the? Should Abacus go talk to the uh, the guy the guy the, that uh, the painter, the, the painter, yeah, oh, the or painter Zentra. guy. No, I'm going to talk to Zensha. You think I should go talk to the painter guy? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, in order to talk to Zensha, I guess I'll do a roll off real quick. All right. Well, average. There you go. All right. So, in order to get contact with Zensha, you're going to have to read up, uh, re meet up with Bolo, so he can kind of guide you to him. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I'll go to I'll go to his bistro. All right. So you guys go back to the Bolo's bistro. I was like, hey, how's it going? So I, got a, so I knew you're I got smart, keen, man. I knew you'd uh, come plan, over. Eh? Yeah, I got a keen little plan, you see? Uh, let's, uh, I need to talk to the, uh, to the, um, 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 Zetchen. Ah, okay. Zetcha, I gotcha. I can, uh, yeah. I can Zetcha Zetcha with a meeting. Zetcha, Zetchen, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, be going to, you going to choose them as your buyers? Uh, yes, but first, uh, we gotta make sure, uh, I, I need to pose that I'm buying. That's, We're doing a little uh, reverse can, around. Can, switch can, I, know, I know you're smart, so uh, you know buying and selling are different things, right? You can't. Yeah, but look, we got info that maybe you don't got. Uh, they're definitely looking to to rob the place as well. Oh yeah, most definitely. So we don't we don't want to be there at the same time they're there. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. You don't want. So I'm trying that. to figure out. Yeah, we, I mean, especially if we're going to sell to them, they're going to be like, oh my god, there's that dude in the top hat, like he fucking, what? Yeah, no, that ain't going to work. So, I don't want to be from, when you set up the meeting, I'm not from the Canal Express. I'm Scooch, I'm an interested buyer, 
in Nomarian products. All right. One thing you're going to need, though, if you're going to convince me you're a buyer, you're going to need to flash some cash. Uh... <laughs> your punch, your dog is like, hell no! Hell no! <laughs> it's a trap! So, uh, he's like, all right, I can, I can hook you up. Me and you, we're going to go on the little walk to the pier. We're going to meet the fisherman, the fisherwoman. And then she'll, uh, right. she'll take us to where we need to go. Right. Sounds good. All right, boys, maintain the shop. I got business to do. And he puts on a bowler hat. And then he goes out. <laughs> a bowler hat and a top hat. These two goblins are sure swanky. They, they don't fight crime. They cause crime. Dorminian yeah. goblin fashion. Oh, baby. So at some Definitely point, like, you guys go down to a set of docks. Not not like your, your own. More quiet side. And you see... There's a lady just with an umbrella and a big sword just kind of staring at the edge of the pier, looking into the water. He's like, and then uh, Bolo's like, hey, you're the fisherwoman, right? Yes. Oh my god, does she actually have that puppet thing? No, a puppet thing is just... Damn. Oh, there. she's cool. Does she have a sword? She does have a sword, yeah. Okay, alright. Oh, hello, my ma'am. How are you? It's like... Fine. What, a, what is a pretty little princess like you doing uh, rowing a boat? I'm watching the horizon, like I do every day. Well, I was like, yeah, it's, uh, sorry, my, fr my friend here is very eager. We want to, uh, we want to talk with the higher-ups. She's like, right this way. She stands up and she kind of just starts walking towards the buildings that are sort of nearby this pier. Gets to one of them kind of knocks on the door with the hilt of her sword in like two or three different places in a very specific pattern. You hear the un like the clinking of locks and then the door opens. It's like, come. And I'm like, well, don't want to keep her waiting. Follow? Yeah. Follow well. goes in. And inside it's just like a shitload of Chusean men and women and just a couple of people from Dragonhold too and it's Full on, just like there's training people, practicing like throwing knives, fornicating, uh, like practicing ninja shit. There, uh, there's guys who are just like searching, like like looking over piles of cash and jewels and uh, gold, and they're kind of tracking it. She's like, "You take anything, I cut you in half." My hands, they're in my pockets. See, right here, they won't leave. They're good. I'm not interested in this merchandise. Interested in some. Some beautiful gnome merchandise. She's like, all right. So he takes you to like a private room uh, and then asks a Chusan woman to bring a tea. So you guys sit down and she's like, what do you want? Wait, is she the upper up? Wait, I'm confused. Wait, yeah. who she, did she sit us down with she another woman? No, same woman. Oh God. Oh, uh, oh I, I mean, I guess I've already told you. I'm interested <laughs> in some Nomarian. Merchandise. She Negotiations. A, Success. She takes a big long puff of her pipe. Why? Well, look, I trace my back I trace myself back to Scree, you see? And uh So does every other was, goblin in this damn city. Yeah, well not the orange one here. Uh so uh so I gotta, excuse me. I have verifiable proof of my relationship to Scree. Yeah, me too. I got a family tree at home. Look, I look exactly like got my got family tree right here. <laughs> Noble Hobbs are really proud of their family tree and they keep it on them all. <laughs> I keep mine framed. It's the size of a wall. That's how much proof I got. All right. <laughs> Let's not argue about our, our family she tree. I might slow, leave you. Slowly in starts it. to unsheath the blade. You know I don't anyway, want to time sorry. waste. I have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to waste your time. He don't want to waste your time. We don't want to waste your time. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, of course. Of course. Can you imagine being this woman and just knows. two annoying goblins show up to talk business to you? Uh, everyone <laughs> knows that Scree and his gang was part of the fall of Nomeria. I'm interested in some artifacts that that the the and I uh, you know don't want to pay normal price for them. How much are you wanting to pay? Flash. <laughs> like that's you definitely have money. What kind of artifacts are you looking for? 
I need numbers. I need specifics. I need the amount of men. I need times. I need dates. I need pickup points. I need drop-off points. I need reassurance that you're not trying to trick me anyway. I completely understand you. I need signatures. <laughs> Here, let, let, let me let me let me explain. Yes. I got it from a friend of a friend who told me you guys were already hitting the joint. So I thought maybe some of the stuff that you're getting rid of or whatever. I'm not looking for anything like ridiculously fancy. I'm not looking for like bodies or like no, you know. I'm looking for some like kind of little tech, some little gizmo I can put on my desk at the office. I can show the nobles, look, I got some old Lumeria stuff. That's what I'm really, I'm, I'm not looking for like, I need a bunch of your stuff. I need, I need you to stop talking. <laughs> just, just for a sec. Stop. So you're aware that we're casing the museum, the Bronson in particular. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, I mean, you just came out and said it. Even if I wasn't aware, now I am aware. That's fine. Tell me, what do you think we're doing there? Well, I think you're casing the joint to hit it. And I'm assuming, hopefully, you're going to hit my... I mean, I don't know if you're hitting my floor or if you're hitting all the floors. I just want you to know, if you're going to hit that floor, I won. <laughs> This is where your inexperience is clearly visible on your face. You're not there to rob a museum. Only a fool would rob a museum. We're there to perform an assassination. <laughs> I'm only telling this now because if I believe that you would tell anyone, I would have you and every person you know dead, cut up into pieces, and then buried in separate drums. Fill those drums with rocks and toss them into the ocean. Bolo, I'd like to go to plan B. Bolo's like, this is plan A through Z, and double A, and double B. No, 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 I mean like, like I like whisper. Like, now I want to be the seller, now I want to be the seller. Yeah, <laughs> you should probably do that. All right, all right, okay, look, I'm just gonna be honest, I was, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teller, and I can read lies, all right, I know, so I, I actually want to sell. <laughs> I want to make sure, I saw you casing the joint, I'm going to be honest. I wanted to make sure that we weren't stepping on each other's toes. I didn't want to get into an argument with you. I wanted to be friendly. So that's, you know. So you are you're, you are wise, at least a little bit. Takes a puff of her pipe. I don't want to die. I don't need to know you're a sad. I don't care. That That's not part of anything that I need to know. Like, it, that's not what I'm here for. So you're good. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about me. No one's going to know. Any, Bolo doesn't even remember. what we, I, we, Neither one of us remember what you said. Tell you what, we don't necessarily want or need to buy Nomerian trinkets at this time. However, we do have other services we would possibly wish to render, if you would accept them. Uh, frankly, depends on the services? Frankly, for our assassination to go as smooth as possible, a distraction would greatly aid my men. <laughs> Sounds like you're already planning on robbing the place. Am I correct? And yes, you're you're correct. <laughs> I'm judging by the way you walk and talk. I don't believe subtlety is part of your plan. But I'd be hasty. I'm to not assume. the subtle one. I'm the you know I'm the I'm the one that kind of uh, I'm the face. I'm out in the public. Change your plans. Make them loud. Take out as many other people as you can. Don't be quiet. If you do that, we'd be willing to pay. In addition, I'm sure whoever you work for could potentially find a good working relationship with us at Sean. Hmm. I'm going to have to take this info back to the people I work for because I can't make this decision for them, but I, I like it. Of course. Like you said, though, you tell anyone, anyone else, I will personally cut all of your fingers off in centimeters while you are awake in front of your friends. I don't even remember friends. what we're talking about anymore. I, I don't even remember. 
Well, go. Yeah. <laughs> she just like well, we ta- need takes her sword and points to the door. <laughs> you leave. Bulls, I guess this is why I don't like working with these guys. Hey, uh, you know, I'm in the gang business for fun, you know, and then they they don't like fun around here. Not, they're not fancy talkers. They're not. They just straight to the. Okay, we're gonna cut your freaking head off. Let's go. I don't want my ears gone. Yeah, because uh, they got a mission. You see, they're uh, collecting money and nobles from uh, Chuse as they're coming back here. I think they're planning on restarting that whole clan war once they get enough people. But uh, I don't know how that's gonna go for them. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, they're not. They're not a fun gang, if you can call any gang that. I guess. Well. Hopefully this works out, and then if you take the deal, I will take my fee. Not, not Ma's fee, very of course. I mean, I'm I'm merely an information broker. But if you excuse me, I'm going to stay far away from you as possible until I confirm that you will not get me and every member of Thousand Eyes killed. Say, oh, bye. <laughs> he's gonna, what the actual fuck? He's going to scoots off. Scooch goes around the corner. Uh, he throws his pants away and uh, pulls out his backup pair of pants. <laughs> a, a true negotiator keeps eight different interchangeable layers of backup pants. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, so if you if you if you go to the Bronson to check things out, he's still he's he basically is in the exact same spot where uh, Carl described them, surrounded by the same crowd of people working on the same painting. Still looks about that same expression. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, I guess uh, I gotta get these uh, people out of here somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, what should I do here? Can I Fire! do? <laughs> Fire, everyone! Oh my god! No. Um, <laughs> can I? Can I do like a, a command? And basically, like... Scare them away? Hell's yeah, you can. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you people, get away from this painter. Um, I'll, I'll take some stress for it. Okay. I can take it. Oh! Oh, oh dude, you crit. Get out of here! Okay, so at this Leave point, this like... Alone. You just get so, like, full of dad rage that they... They, like, they don't even hide around the corner. Like, they basically abandon the swing because they're afraid... Like... There's a weird tinge in your eyes. They know that, like, if they push you a little harder, you might go, like, full school, shoot- school shooter on them. So they're just giving <laughs> you plenty of space. He's going to go postal. Yes. And then so everyone, everyone clears out. Lero actually doesn't wait the full five minutes. He's like, appreciate it. Goes back to painting. You're welcome. I have heard of you. You are Lero, the painter. You're a friend of the, uh, the lizard guy. No, I know your work. I am actually an avid uh, <laughs> appreciator of art myself. He did myself. the same thing yesterday that you did. Seems very suspicious. But no, really, I. Uh, and then uh, uh, I think I, I feel like I feel like Abacus. You know, he's a professor, he's, so he maybe classy guy. You know, he's a classy guy. You know, so he's his, like, you know, you know his works of like uh, the surrealist works here and his no, impressionist no, he, works. He's very, he's very traditional. So he's got like a traditionalist, like yeah. ballerina on a rock, and yeah, uh, the back streets of uh, the industrial district. Just a bunch, bunch. You basically know a lot of his paintings. So he's. I really do appreciate your your uh, traditional cityscapes. The uh, the flood of surrealism and abstractionism and contemporary Dorminian art is so so blunt, so savage, not refined at all. That's how odd. You actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everyone else wants to poke me and prod me because of my age or because of how I look or because of my money. You see how old is there how old does he look? Like teen and elf years, so that could be But yeah, it could be like forever. Like, yeah. He's gonna be older than me. Yeah. He's gonna say something. No, he's he's good. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So he, I'll say something. He's, he's very reactionary. You kind of much. You kind of have to prod him if you want anything. Right. Uh, of course, I understand. I mean, uh, you uh, you're a, a genius. Some would say of the modern age, but uh, a genius needs a space, and yes. uh, that makes sense. Oh, I I wonder why 
you paint in the museum itself rather than in a studio to your own liking. I'm setting my scene. By the way, do you visit this museum very often? Uh, I do, yes. Okay. Don't be here this Sunday. Why is that? Hmm. I don't know. The way you yell at those people, I get I get a feeling that you're trustworthy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Double sixes, baby. It's like, well, I've planned a robbery of this museum. I guess, I, guess, I guess maybe robbery is the incorrect word. More like robbery activism, sort of. So yeah, Whoa. I wouldn't recommend you come. You activism. Might, you might get shot. Activism suggests that you have some sort of agenda. What exactly are you trying to achieve? I hate this place. I hate what this particular museum has done to the art world. I hate the area around it. Everything changed. So I hired a gang to uh, come in and steal all the stuff. And then I'm going to paint it as they're stealing it. I already have the framework of the room set, and then once the chaos comes, I will pull out this other palette I have, and I'll continue to paint. For they, oh. for they have been paid not to shoot me. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. Genius, Lero. I hired Genius. these men called the, uh, the Jackrabbits. They're trustworthy enough, like to wear masks, make a big deal out of everything. Apparently this is their sort of thing. I just paid them a sum of money, told them not to shoot me, said they can steal whatever they want, and I won't even take anything in return. I have money. I don't need it. I just like to paint. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand. Oh, I yeah, understand. You seem like a nice guy. I would recommend you not get shot. So these jackrabbits will be here on Sunday, then. Hmm. I will avoid the museum on that day. Of course. I'm sure you won't, but I tried. Very well, then. I uh, hope to see your next masterpiece in person soon. Yeah, uh, hopefully this is it. If not, I don't uh, know. Maybe I'll kill myself. <laughs> I want to, like, like, put my hand on Lero's shoulder and be like, Young Master Lero, take this from me. Suicide is never the answer. You must always fight for your art, for your dream. What do you do for a living? I steal things. Okay. And then I just leave. I just leave. <laughs> I steal things. <laughs> I love that you were just brutally honest, like just honest. I, I steal shit. I think that's the first time he's ever been honest about what he does to like a new person without like eight layers of obfuscation and like it just my seemed wife. like so perfect. It just seemed like so perfect because he was like, "I'm gonna hire people to steal stuff," and I'm like, "What a coincidence." <laughs> What do you know? Same yes. here. This is great. All right. Oh, wait. And for next episode, we'll get into them meeting up with all this new information they've obtained. Uh, thanks for listening and appreciate you guys uh, waiting for us. Bye bye.